is Samuel Shaib, and I'm documenting my journey from immigrant professional to entrepreneur and highlighting the lessons I have learned from the works of the coaches and mentors who are guiding me. Each week, you will get to hear me share steps I'm taking to build my business, as well as conversations with other successful and like-minded individuals. I bring on these leaders and business owners to tell their stories of success and failure so we can take and apply the lessons they have learned over the years. If you are an internationally trained professional just like me, or an entrepreneur in the early stages of your business, or maybe you are still in your 9 to 5 and probably considering starting your own business and looking for guidance from some of the brightest minds on how to create a lifestyle of freedom, absolute control and fulfillment in life and business, then this is for you. Welcome to the Lead Podcast. This is the League of Icons. Mind your mind. Be your focus and play by a different set of rules. Hi, Samuel. Thank you for having me. Um, my name is Mojoi Tolubalugo. I'm a wife. I'm a mom of two boys. And I um, landed in um, Alberta, Canada in January of 2016. So I have been here for about... Um, uh, four and a half years. Just a brief background about myself. So I grew up in Lagos. I um, in twenty um, eleven. Twenty eleven. Um, I had a brief bit of a uh, uh, how would I say the sad event. My mom passed away. She was a nurse. So I'm only saying this because this will affect you know my story later in life. So she died at that time, and she was fifty nine. Um, she passed away from um, ovarian cancer. And this was about 2011. So at about 2013, it, I just got of sort, you know, thinking about what the next steps would be for me in terms of, you know, doing life. Because I came to the realization that um, life is only what you see it at that point in time. Life is only what you make of it at that point in time. And I needed to do more. I needed to see more, you know. So in 2013, I started exploring opportunities to move. Um, probably because first thing I would say is because of me. I wanted to move for me. I wanted to do something different. I had become tired of monotonous. I had become tired of complaining because I feel that if you stay in a spot and you complain and you complain and you don't make active changes to actually change your situation, then you're just going to keep on complaining forever, right? So what I did was take steps to find out how to um, leave the country at that time. From 2013, fast forward, we did all that to 2016 and I uh, we did the Canadian application process, everything, and then we landed here in um, <clears throat> January of 2016. So when I say we, I mean my husband and oh, my two children and myself. So um, prior to moving though, we had, we had sort of like thought about where we were going to stay because we didn't know anyone in Alberta. We had no family in Alberta, but we had decided to stay in Alberta because I had done a lot of research about provinces to stay in, you know, and things like that. I also had a plan in place as for what I wanted to do when I got here in terms of career. So the company I worked with in Nigeria was a healthcare company. I was the um, client um, services manager at the time I resigned. And that opportunity to, you know, I was able to go to a lot of hospitals and see things for myself there. So I sort of like wanted to go down in that healthcare route. Um, um, my mom was a nurse. My brother is a doctor. So medicine and healthcare has always been in my background right from time. So I knew I wanted to study nursing. 
because I really did like it. I was passionate about it, but I also knew that it was quite lucrative to us well in this country. So I had already put plans in place. I had researched schools. I had, you know, I already knew what the requirements were. And, you know, prior, this was all prior to landing. Again, this is going to have an effect later. So I landed in Alberta and a few days before we were to land, a friend of mine, you know, I just started talking with her. She, I hadn't seen her in like almost 20 years. We went to secondary school together and she was like, you know, Omojo, you're coming to Alberta. You don't know anybody. Why don't you come to Edgewood? That's where I live. You guys can stay with me for, you know, a cup for as long as you want, actually, while wow. we find the fit. That was her offer. And it was just amazing how that just fell into our laps because what I had planned for was, you know, at least do maybe uh, rent a place or stay in a hotel. Then I don't think Airbnb wasn't, I don't think they were out then or it wasn't as popular. So we're thinking maybe hotel for a week and then we find a place and things like that. But my friend offered, you know, to put us up for as long as we wanted. And then another friend offered to pick us up from the airport. So this made the landing process itself actually smooth for us when we came in so we were picked up from the airport and we stayed in my friend's house you know for that period of time so um in february my husband went back home because he had to like go finish work and you know things like that while i stayed with the children and that's where my you know Canadian journey sort of like <laughs> begun so i lived in edry from uh, january till about um, july I started working on getting the requirements I needed to start my nursing program. And by um, July, I had gotten admission to start the pre-nursing um, courses in Lethbridge. So for those who don't know, Edry is about 15 minutes from Calgary. And Lethbridge is down south further, about two and a half hours down south. So that would have meant moving away from Edry to go to school in Lethbridge. So my boys and I, we... Um, packed up and then we moved to Lethbridge. So I started school. It wasn't easy because I was working. I did a work from home um, job. I was working for a telecommunications company, but I had all the assistants at home in my house. So I was able to work at home. My kids were in school and daycare, and I was able to also go to school to um, to start my pre-nursing courses. So the pre-nursing courses was for a year. And then in 2017 of... Um, September, I started the actual, I got the admission into the actual nursing program. It was supposed to be a two-year course. And it's a two-year course because I already had a bachelor's degree from Nigeria. So that's the way it works. If you already have a bachelor's degree from anywhere in the world, in any course, yeah. all you have to do is take the pre-nursing requirements. And then if you get accepted, you, you start the nursing program. So that was what I did. I then started the actual nursing program. And it was a great learning curve, not because right. I, I was older, but also because the way school was, was done in Nigeria was totally, totally different, different. From the way it was. But I, I pride myself on the fact that I'm easily adaptable. I'm very open to change. So if I know that this is what is working in this part of town, I adapt, I learn and I adapt to it. You know, that way I don't place obstacles in, in my way that are, you know, not needed or that are necessary at that time. So I finished uh, the nursing program in 2019. I, my work from home job, I stopped it, um, say about a year into the nursing program because I, you know, I, I just couldn't do it anymore. And I felt it wasn't, um, it didn't make financial sense. It was minimum wage, but um, I was sort of like stressed because I needed to pay attention in school. It was full time. I was always rushing back to do that. So what I did was I just did some 
you know, financial readjustments. Of course, I did take the student. I took the student loan to also help pay for, pay for the school, so, pay for my books and everything. But I, I just did the math and thought that it wasn't worth my time and stress keeping the work from home job. So I didn't work for about a year. But then what happened was that when you go into final year in nursing school, you're able to work as an undergraduate nurse in any hospital. So what I did was I looked for um, hospitals that I had done my clinicals and I walked into managers to go ask them if I could start working as an undergraduate nurse. And one of the hospitals that I had um, worked as, a, I, I had done my clinicals in was a Cardstein Hospital in Alberta. And the manager was just, hey, yeah, sure, come and interview and we'll, we'll hire you. And that was how I got my, my position at Casting Hospital as an undergraduate nurse. So I had actually been working as an undergraduate nurse before I graduated. And it's actually when you start working as an undergraduate nurse, the pay is actually almost double minimum wage. So that made more sense to me, you know, rather than doing a work from home. I was working in my field. I was getting the practice needed, you know, so that I'll be more confident even when I graduate and start working. So I graduated from nursing in October of 2019. So that was just last year. And yeah, it's been a year now. I've been nursing for a year. And of course, you know, with the after graduation, you have to think about how to pay off those student loans and things like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, but I wasn't actually thinking about, you know, starting a business because to me, the idea of being a business owner was very foreign to me. I <laughs> never had... I never had um, anyone that I know close to me own a business. My parents never owned a business. I just did not know where to start or how to start. But I, I started looking at the future. So I saw senior nursing colleagues. Marjorie, before you go yeah. into that, before you go into mm-hmm. your story about the online, your business, mm-hmm. I, I really must say that, I really must say that, um, I arrived in Canada in 2016 as well. So probably mm-hmm. about the same time with you. Right. But I really must I really must um, say that of all the people, of all the immigrants I've spoken with since I arrived mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. you are like one of the very few that sounds to me like you had a clear path, a clear plan. You didn't just arrive in this country not knowing what you wanted to do. You sound like you've arrived here and you hit the ground running with a clear plan and a decision of how to act. And that's, that's I mean, it's that's totally inspiring to me because... From all you have said, it hasn't been like you dabbled into one or two things. You came in, you knew what you were doing, and you headed straight for it. And I mean, it's I think that's that's an awesome thing to because I didn't know this about you. I, I mean, before <laughs> before that, probably we've never met, and this is the first yes. time we're actually speaking this speaking, for this right. length. And I totally did not have this 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 background story about you. And <laughs> and a lot of times when I when I schedule this uh, this interview sessions, I try not to know so much so that I'm also listening to you for the first time, like every other person will be when they listen to your story. And I mean, it's amazing because um, as you were speaking, there were some things I I wrote down here. Um, Even up to when you start, before you started your business, it appeared to me that there were certain principles that that played out in what you achieved. First, you had the relationship that, you know, you had a a network of people that were willing to accept you in. So there's there's a key learning path for building the right relationships. You had Mm -hmm. someone that was really willing um, to, you know, to take you in. And you know, told you you could stay for as long as you as you wanted. Same thing mm-hmm. applied to me. I'd never been to North America before. When I arrived in Canada, it was my first time in North America. And the family that mm-hmm. took me in was a family I'd never met. And mm-hmm. you know, they took me in for like three months. You know, That's they right. they found this place that I moved into. So it was amazing for me. And you came in ready to equip yourself. You knew what you wanted to do. You had done your research. You came in, so you 
it wasn't like you landed and you were wondering, okay, so what next? You came with a clear plan. And mm-hmm. it's, it's totally obvious how that has impacted your journey and, you know, where you have taken it to up, up until now. So um, you said when you started your online business, it was, I mean, before you even started business, you had never, it was foreign to you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bec- and that's because coming from where we came from, from Nigeria, where, where, we, where, we, where we've come from, mm-hmm. um, I'm doing this. I totally never knew anybody that, that done something like this. My father, my parents obviously didn't have a business as well. So right. when I started my journey, my business, it's, there was a lot of roadblocks because I'd never done this. I'd never met anyone that had done this. So I didn't have a plan. I, didn't, I was just doing hit and miss. Right. So for you, how did you even dabble into it in the first place? Well, so that's the thing. So I'm still going to speak to, you know, even just before I came here, I think because I I don't take any decision lightly. Right. I know that every decision that you make impacts your life, you know, either positively or negatively. And you have to plan for all the possibilities. And I think I would I would um, allude that ethic to my husband because that's sort of the way he operates right so even before i moved here you know i told you that i started in 2013 like researching so i took about a year to even just research the country alone I felt like I knew Canada even when I hadn't even been <laughs> to Canada at all, right? So it, it, that's that's basically what you know why it was so long. So a lot of people think that w- when I moved in 2016, a lot of people thought that what you just got up and I said no, I didn't just get up and move. I have mm. been planning this for three years oh, now. Yes. I had a book where I wrote down everything, and I kid you not. In fact, the book is still here. I have everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, as you speak, I think I have mine somewhere as well. <laughs> Because I wrote everything down meticulously. What what would work? What right. career options mm-hmm. are available to me? What I could do? What I could do in the quickest time possible? What would take the longest? You know, everything. And not just me as well. Also my husband, my children, because these are people who are connected to me as well. I had planned for every possibility and every outcome. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing about this business. Now, it didn't just sort of fall into my lap. Again, it speaks to the network of people that you have. So I got, I found this business opportunity through a friend of mine. She had introduced me to it about a year ago. But then again, I had to take, of course, you know, I, I took my time. You know, I had to do research. She had already done her research and she was in the business and I trusted her. That's another thing. Yes, you can have a network of friends, but who exactly do you trust in terms of decisions that you're going to take in your life? So that also plays another important factor. So I trusted her. She had done her research. I did mine, you know, and I looked at it in terms of owning an online business and owning like a regular brick and mortar business. The only other thing I could have done would have been maybe start up my own healthcare aid, uh, you know, company or start up a, a healthcare educational course that, you know, because most people do that. They, they rent out a building, they get certified by the government. They're able to teach people who want to go into the health. I think in Ontario, it's called personal support work yeah, or something like yeah. that. We call them healthcare aids here in Alberta. Okay. You know, so those are the options. Or the, another option was uh, a franchise opportunity in the restaurant business. So say a Tim Hortons or a McDonald's or things like that. And, I know myself, I don't have the stomach for um, employees and staffing. I do not have the stomach for um, running a building or, you know, doing all those things, leases and things like that. I could learn it, but I didn't want something that would, you know, take up more time. I'm already working eight hour shifts, you know, five times a week at work. I needed something that I could do at the same time as work. If I opened or went through one of these routes, I would have had to sacrifice 
minor sin, which I I don't want to. I'm, I'm quite passionate about it. So that that that's how I came to the conclusion about owning online. Another thing that motivated me was it was also going to be more expensive to set um um or the, the brick and mortar right. yeah up, and I didn't have those kinds of funds. I already had debt from student loan. I didn't want to go into you know, more debts in starting up a business and everything like that. So that was why I, I saw again, had my little notepad, checking everything out, you know, and this online business ticked all the boxes for me. It's something that I can do at any time. And, you know, in the, I've set it up in a way that in the long run, with every business, you know, people are always like looking for instant returns, more so with anything online. They always feel that if it's online, you should get it instantly. But unfortunately, that's why they think that way because of online scams that have come right. up in the past. Right. Things like uh, multi-level marketing, pyramid schemes and things like that. But that's not how this works. It's a business like any other business that's going to take time. So even if I started a franchise business, year one, year two, I'm not going to make any money. Sure. Because I know that the foundation is what I'm working on. And that's, so that's what this online business is going to do for me too. It's in the long run. I hope it's going to replace my, my current nursing income. And, you know, and while I'm doing that, I'm still, I'm working right now. I'm doing that business. I can do it for my phone. The world is going digital. So my phone, laptop, those are the tools that I need to run this business. And I find that I, I it's been, it's my fourth, my fifth month in the business and I'm, totally happy about it i'm all for it i'm still nursing i have my own business and yeah so it sort of all worked out for me like in the end but people need to understand that a lot of factors have also played into my journey so far so coming here alone i didn't allow those negative thoughts to sort of creep into my head. I believe mindset is also a very important thing when you're, you're doing life uh, because sure. what you, you are, what you think. Absolutely. And if you allow, you know, negative thoughts to creep in and tell you, you can't do certain things, you will not do those things. So mindset is important. I believe in, I believe in uh, what you put out in the universe is what the universe gives back to you. I, I read, there's a book that I read, almost like once a month at least. It's called The Magic. It's actually perfect when it comes to resetting, you know, mindsets and things like that. So listening to people, I know when I came here first, people were like, oh, they want to come to Canada. They want to move. I asked them, the first thing I asked them is, why do you want to move? Are you moving because other people are moving or you're moving because you want to fulfill X, Y, Z? You know, so I always try to listen out for people like that who, you know, who do that. And more often than not, it's because they want to follow the trend of people who are moving. Because moving to any country, even if it's not Canada, even if you're moving from Nigeria to Ghana, it requires the same you know, the same approach as it will be if you're moving to Canada. You have to be prepared. You have to do your research. You have to uh, hear from people who have done it before. Of course, it's that's hearing and not just taking it as, as the Bible. That's another thing. So people come here and they fall into the wrong hands in terms of they only listen to one person and they, they do that thing that that person goes. For example, I have a friend who told me that if he was driving a taxi cab in, say, the States, Anybody that was coming to join him as his family member, they all started driving taxi cabs because that was the only thing they knew. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was the only <laughs> thing they knew. And it, I find that really, you know, strange. Like mm. you should be able to, you know, make decisions for yourself by looking at all the opportunities that are possible and never limit yourself. I always tell people, don't limit yourself by what you think of yourself or, or what other people think of you. Because you never know what you're capable of. 
for instance, I never in my wildest dreams thought that I would graduate as a nurse. Yeah. I, a lot of people told me, oh, it's so hard. Um, you can't finish the course. No, the first obstacle was people said I would never get in. Yes, yeah. I kid you not. People said I would never get into the university. And I'm like, why won't I get in? Some people say, oh, they don't take blacks. Some people wow. say, oh, um, uh, the, the, they, are, um, they are racists. You never rank up. But I know that's not true. The University of Lethbridge only has limited sports because it's a small university. At the time when I got in, we only took, they only took 27 students. And I was one of the 27 students. And not only was I the only black person, we were two black people in my set. So I don't know where people get this idea from that yeah. if you're black, you're already... I know racism is, is real. I know there is, but I don't allow racism to stop me from trying. Let me try first and then know that, okay, yes... I tried. It's because I'm black. That's why they didn't take not because I didn't get in, because I thought I that I didn't get in. Yeah. So I never allowed that to, 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 to bring me down. Same thing, I entered the school. The same people who talked about me not getting in all went silent. I graduated the school, same people were aware. When I graduated, they were like, oh, no, you can never apply to certain hospitals. They'll never take you. This is same Nigerians, you know, in the same course. Oh, no, they will never take you. They don't hire. There's never, they've never hired. The I said, who told you? I work in two hospitals right now in southern Alberta. I work in the hospital here in Lethbridge and I work. I still have my, my position in Cardston in hospital till today. And that's where they said that I would not get in. And I'm there right now. It plays back to you know your your initial point of the the the, um, the network of people that you were you associated with when you first arrived. It goes along mm-hmm. with you. Um, I think it was a couple about two years ago. We had this you know we wanted to have this in person gathering just to kind of meet ourselves because for a lot of us we'd only have known ourselves on Facebook. I mean on WhatsApp. We'd never mm-hmm. really met. So we had this right. gathering, and then um, there was this guy. He had been here for years. Um, he came. He, he, I'm, not, I'm not sure how he got he got invited, but he came and. After that meeting, he kept re-emphasizing the fact that the fact that we are black, and he had been here for so long before we came. So we, we kind of tended to listen to him because, you know, we felt, okay, you've been here, you're going to share some wisdom and share some direction for with us and, and help us, you know, channel how we're going to move forward. And he kept re-emphasizing the fact that for as long as we are black, there's certain caps as to what we could possibly achieve. And that's, he was speaking totally from his own experience because maybe he had faced certain challenges and he probably given up and he was trying to make us see that hey don't set your expectations too high because you might be they might fall flat and wow that plays <laughs> totally to the kind of people that you when i the first week i arrived there was somebody i met he said to me well go and get your boots and get ready to go to the and go get ready to go to the to work in the factory how, how would you how did you think i feel because i was just coming and if these people are telling me that's where you should head well, maybe that's where she had and actually went to work in the factory. I learned, I, I think it was less than a week. That's where I headed because that was who I knew. I'd never been to this country. Going back to you talking about mindset, if you do not, if you do not have a clear path plan for what you want, people will end up tossing you to and fro. Because I knew what I wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. I felt okay if that was the, my fastest way to get money into, into my pocket without having to spend my proof of funds. I'm totally ready to do what I needed to do. I arrived first. I didn't come with my family. I wanted to come here, you know, get a, a place and bring them uh, when everything was all settled. So I, I didn't mm-hmm. mind. So I went there because I knew this is who I am today. It's not who, that's not where I'm going to. So mm-hmm. I'll go to work every night telling myself this is part of the journey. Of this course. is part of the journey. This is part mm-hmm. of the journey. 
because I knew what I, I, I had my, my, my eyes set on where I wanted, what I wanted to do. So that was, for me, it was just a little distraction or a delay, but I, I, my eyes were set on where I wanted to go. So listening to you tell me this, and this is why I wanted to share this with people, because there are yes, maybe hundreds of thousands of immigrants out there that are also in the same challenge and facing the same challenges, and they're probably giving up on their goals and their dreams. So listening to you share this, it's an amazing opportunity to inspire people. So Mojoin, what mm-hmm. even made you go into online business in the first place? What, was, what were your motivations? Okay, so you know I talked about my mom uh, passing away at age 59. So um, when I started working in the hospital, I, I made a lot of uh, friends who are senior um, colleagues. I don't know, maybe because I was just drawn to the older nurses because of my mom. And one day, one of um, my colleagues, she was sitting down at the, at the computer and she was like, oh, that she's actually 30 years with the, you know, with our employer right now. And I'm like, oh, wow, congratulations. You know, what are you doing? What are you getting? I'm like, oh, no, nothing. It's just 30 years. And then she was giving an example of people, other people who were actually 40 years in the, in, in the, in, in, with our employer that I knew, but I didn't know they were 40 years. So she was at the computer and she, she then asked me about logging in, that she wanted to claim her 30-year, like the gift that the employer you know, said. I was like, oh, oh, what did they give you? What did you get? You know, how much? She was like, no, it was a 25 dollar gift certificate to go pick out anything you want on the website 25 after 30 years after 30 years and that was the point that it Mm. hit me because i was like i'm not like them they started nursing when they were like 20 21 right i started nursing at age 35 best that my body can give me is probably the next 20 years wow but do i want to hmm. put my body through that for 20 years because I want to receive a $25 gift certificate. So it hit me. I was like, if I don't get on to doing something now to make an alternative stream of income for myself, I'm going to be stuck in this rut and I'm going to find myself in the exact same position as my friend is in right now. $25, she can't retire. She has nothing. She has no, she has a pension, but we all know the pension. Really, the pension, the glorious pension is actually, it's, it's not anything to write home about, right? She has nothing. So she has to keep on working. And the people who have worked for 40 years are still working. They are still working. And that's where they intend to work until they are done, like totally done with life. I don't want to be that. I still want to do things. I want to travel. I want to see different places. And I, the only time I can do that is when I'm young. I, I, I'm not going to expect myself to travel when I'm 60 or 65. Because that's the hope. You walk, 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 retire at age 60. Then you can travel as you don't. No, I want to see the world now. So those were my motivations. Another thing is that my mom worked as a nurse for over 30 years. She was so uh, passionate about her work. She was so into her work and everything that she didn't even realize she was sick and she was a nurse. So the time, at the time we got, we, saw, we knew she had cancer, it was already stage four. So there was nothing we could do about it. She had about a year to live. And we're thankful that we did have a year and a half with her before she passed. But then this thing, so her, her own story, my friend's story, just sort of jolted me. And that's when I gave my friend, who introduced me to the business a year ago, I gave her a call and then we actually sat down to talk about it. So that was when I realized that I needed to start something no matter what. Mojo, referring to this business, this is what is this business? Tell us. 
Well, um, so it's 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 basically digital marketing. It's using a new way to sort of attract customers. So you know how the traditional way is you put up signboards, you put on adverts, you open shop, you expect people to come, you maybe advertise in the newspaper, you do word of mouth adverts to people, you know, left, right and center. This totally takes away all that. So the world right now is global. There are 2.2 billion online users in right now in the online space in the world. Imagine that's a potential of customers right there, just waiting. So tips. what this business teaches you how to do is how to find the right type of product that people need, how to market that right type, that product and how to get the right type of people to buy your product. So it all starts with a digital, with an online webinar, which I always encourage everyone to watch. It's a 90 minute webinar where it tells you, um, you know, it, it teaches these three basic concepts about owning an online business. And then after that, if you're interested in, you know, looking further into the opportunity, there's a, there's a one-time membership fee that you pay that you come in and it's sort of like that fee is sort of like doing your research for you. It's like you come in, you see what the opportunity is, the commission structure, the business model, the franchise structure of the business. And then it's up to you to decide if you want to go ahead or not. More often than not, most people come in and they see that it's actually worth, you know, what it's sought. Yes. So that's the limited amount of information that I can give right now. <laughs> so uh, you can find me on my website. So it's www.mojoyinwande.com. So Mojoyin, it's M-O-J-O-Y-I-N-W-A-N-D-E.com. So that's my website. You go in there, sign up with your name and your email, and you get your unique link to watch the webinar. If you don't want to do that, you can go to my Facebook page. It's called Day. It's on Facebook, or you can uh, hit me up with a friend request on my personal profile, Mojo Imbalobo. It's also all on Facebook or on Instagram, Mojo Day on Instagram too as well. Any platform you prefer. <laughs> yes, and then just send me a message and we can get talking. So guys, we'll have the, the links in, in the descriptions below the uh, podcast. You also can also access it that way. So you say there's, an, there's a one-time, like an, enro- is it an enrollment fee? or uh... sort of like a membership fee. And okay. that fee is back in the 30-day money-back guarantee. So if within 30 days you feel the business opportunity is not for you, our business uh, community, we actually pride ourselves on integrity. So if within 30 days you decide that, oh, the business isn't for you, Ask me for a refund and I will pay you your money back. Besides the, the enrollment fee, is there, are mm-hmm. there any other fees you know, down the line? That, is that like a regular fee that we, need, that, that we need to always invest in or is that one? So no, there is no, there is no monthly fee. So the initial, of course, there'll be an initial um, investment, um, in, initial capital that you put in. As with any business, which is what I tell people, any business you want to go to, there's an initial investment capital. Now, why um, you also get a coach that um, guides you on to how the best way to start. Because, you know, some people are, you have financial limitations. Some people are probably not in the right headspace at this particular time. But what the coach does is just to help you figure out where and how to start. So some people's in, initial investment may be low. Some may be you know, really high. It all depends on you and what you're able to do. Are you able to give us like a dollar dollar amount? Like a range? Uh, or no? No, unfortunately okay. not. I can't because again, everything is different. So you can start with as little as this low amount <laughs> or as much as that <laughs> Okay. So in your case, what has this the journey of being an online business owner? What has that journey been like for you? 
Oh, it's been absolutely amazing. I have learned things I never knew that I, I could do. I always thought I, I was tech savvy, computer savvy, but that's another thing about my online business community, the training that you get all for this one for all for this membership fee, the training that you get is it, it, to me, it's work. I have never seen a setup as organized and as detailed as this. So it's already set up for you to not fail. It's up to you. If you, <laughs> you know, the dedication, the commitment, it's amazing. I have online business owners from all over the world. So I have, there are people that I haven't even like physically met, but I feel like they are my friends. Like I feel like we're in this together because we're all united by a common purpose. And this is this, you know, online business. We share a lot of tips, share a lot of um, strategies, you know, to grow the business. And, you know, it's an amazing all round community, but most particularly the training. The training is world-class. Having listened to your story, what would you say has, what would you describe as the most important values that you've, that you've held, you know, so close to heart to have enabled you navigate this space so far? I mean, coming from Nigeria, having to deal with mm-hmm. kids, you went to school mm-hmm. one year, sorry, you went to pre-nursing one year, then you went into full nursing, you had, mm-hmm. you had full-time job, you had a home to manage. What, what values would you say have kept you going? Um, I mean, over this last couple of years. I will just say it's the mindset. It's the positive mindset and the attitude. For me, that has been number one. People always ask, why are you always so, you know, impassioned? I'm like, I, I keep telling you, I am what I am. I am what I think. If I don't put myself in that headspace, it's, everything is going to go, you know, downhill from there. So attitude, mindset. I also believe in being prepared. You cannot do things if you don't know, or if you don't research the background of things that you're going into. If that is a big thing that, you know, that really helped me in terms of, um, of, of navigating this journey that I, I, that I'm on now. So being prepared is absolutely it. Also networks and relationships. So yes, there are people that, um, play an impact in our lives. So even your experience of the person that told you about like factory, factory and things like that, that was an experience yeah. that was a relationship that because in you going through that now you know that if you have someone else who's coming you know how better to deal with a new immigrant based Absolutely. on that experience, you had with that experience. so don't push all relationships or all experiences aside or as negative yeah. that's that's also another key thing and then i also believe in paying it forward too now if i didn't have sort of like the uh, the soft, the, the landing experience that I had when I came in. I think I'm the kind of person that whatever landing experience I had, I would have made the best out of it anyway. But I believe that that experience also helped me in, like helped me in, in no way. I can't, there's no way I can explain it. So what I do is that for new people who come, I always make sure that I give them the same experience. So there are people who have reached out to me or reached out to my husband, like out of the blue. There are people who do their research from Nigeria. And then when they type in a Google search and say, no, I don't know, maybe Nigerians in Lethbridge or Nigeria. My husband's name usually comes up. We don't know why, but they reach out to him. And then usually because he's busy, he passes them on to me. So there's a, there's a couple who actually came, you know, that we met. We've never known them from Nigeria before, never met them. The wife just gave me a call, told me all this. She she was actually very specific with her planning, which is why I was like, wow, like this is someone that, you know, has sort of like has the same mindset. She was very, they had done their homework and everything. And, you know, they came and 
they came, I'm sorry, a call came in. <laughs> they came and, you know, I, we, we, they, we picked them up from the, from the, from the stop, uh, the bus stop to their house that they had gotten. We set them up with, um, with, uh, with uh, food items, you know, things like oh. that. Other people that have also come, we've also offered them our that place. There was a couple that came, stayed with us for six weeks. Wow. You know, before deciding to, you know, like move on and everything. Because I believe that that experience, you know, really does set people on the right path. And I always tell people, you don't have to do what I do. If, if you're not interested in nursing, don't go for it. Otherwise, you'll be disappointed. There are people that are like, oh, Mojo, I want to end. I want to end. Nursing is very... I said, yes, it's very lucrative. But are you ready for it? Do you know the things I do to earn this mm. money? If nursing is not as glamorous as a lot of people think. It's not just you just wear a uniform and then you give injections and everything. It's a lot more than that. So I, I always tell them, what do you enjoy? What do you want to do? What's your talent? What's your background? What are you interested? What are you passionate about? And then we take it from there. So for people who come and don't have a plan, that just come and come, these are the questions that I ask them. And then we develop right. a plan. Right. We give options. This is how, what you should do. This is the longest it will take. This is how you should do it. And that, you know, just sort of sets them up for success rather than failure. Thank you so very much. I, I'm glad that you mentioned the fact that the mindset piece has been a very a critical part of, of your success journey. When I run my coaching program, the, the very first few weeks, what I do with my clients as well is, is you know, take them through a mindset shift. And mm-hmm. what we are basically doing here is exactly the same thing you're doing because if they're not in the right headspace, like you said, every other thing doesn't seem to align because, right. you know, they don't have a clear understanding of who they are. They have no mm-hmm. clear understanding of what they want. So they can absolutely be no way of way they're able to you know craft a plan a plan between who they are today and who they want to, who they want to, want to become. I had somebody reach out to me sometime was I think it was on Facebook and this person you know had a different career back home in Nigeria and when she arrived here I think she also went into nursing because people were saying that's where you could possibly mm-hmm. earn some money and and she wasn't finding it funny. And then she, she, she reached out to me on the end and she was asking me, what, what do you think I should do? And exactly the same questions that you say you always ask people. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing nursing? Is that what you want to do? And the answer was no. And I asked, so why are you doing it? Exactly. I said, well, because when I came, people said that's what I should do. I'm like, you better, you better go do what you want to do <laughs> and, and, and live the life that you want to live. And don't Absolutely. end up 20, 30 years from today and you're asking yourself, what if I could have done something different? Mm. that's right and i also want to speak to you know when you had said you were you worked in the factory and stuff like that i i also missed out the second part so while i was in edry from between january to july of 2016 while i was waiting or working on getting my admission into the university of lethbridge i also got before and also before i got my work from home job i got um uh, i i worked in superstore and i worked in um what was the other place yeah, no, it was just Superstore. So it was Superstore and the work from home opportunity. I actually did both of them at the same time. At the same time. Um, wow. And when I got the Superstore job, people were like, ah, why are you working in Superstore? It's like it's beneath me. I said, no, there's no job that is beneath me. It's a job that's paying my bills. It's Absolutely. the job that's putting food on my table. Absolutely. And I know that doing this is not my end game. Mm. I'm only doing this because it's going to take me through a certain stage. And I, I need the experience as well. You can't just land in a new society and not interact with the people who are here. Mm. My work from home was, it was solo. It was just me in my room with computers. Yes, granted, I was listening to people at the other end, but it's not the same as actually interacting with the people in the community, mm. you know? 
And I, I believe if you want to make a headway in a certain community or you want to, you know, make an impact, start from the bottom. Absolutely. You start from the bottom and walk your way to the top. That way you can say that I have been there, I have done it. Uh, you know, it, it totally speaks a lot to what we're, what we're trying to achieve. I mean, the, the, the story or the journey might not be the same for every immigrant. Yeah, some would have mm-hmm. had to start from um, survival jobs. I, I, I was on an interview with um, someone, I think it was last week or two weeks ago. He came, he came in 2016. No, he came mm-hmm. in 2018. Mm-hmm. And he started a consultancy and he's earning six figures. See? Yeah. I mean, we're not saying you always, when you come, you always have to start from the scratch. But the, the most important thing and the reason why we share these this stories is for mm-hmm. you to know the different um, stages where people, yes. people are and how they have been able to maximize their potentials to live and create the life that they actually want for themselves. That's you know? right. And I'm so grateful that you have, you're blessed us with your time. You've been <laughs> able to share your story and, you know, help people understand that it's not all roses out there, but you actually need the right mindset. You need a, a strategic plan for the life that you want to live. And you can absolutely go ahead and create that life for yourself. Mujoyi, thank you so very much for being coming on the show. Once again, just tell us where we can find you. You can always find me on my Facebook page. My Facebook business page is Mujoyi One Day on Facebook. Or you can hit me up with a friend request on Mujoyi Balugo. On my business page, just like, follow. You can share that page too as well. And then you can go to the website. It's www.mujoyiwande.com. Or you can send me an email at mujoyiwande at gmail.com. This is the League of Icons. Mind your mind. Feed your focus and play by a different set of rules.